We are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 155th time, I am not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco the podcast. Got the boys with me. Um, I, I think. I mean, that game. That that game is the least, the third most interesting story to me. So we'll 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 wait on Ravens Dolphins, but Odell to the Rams. Any. Start with let's start with Trevor. We always start with Doug. You've got yeah. the connection. To, well, you both have connections to Odell. Yeah, sure. Let's, start, yeah. let's we'll go. We'll go. We'll go. Giants first. Brown second to uh, keep Odell's career in uh, in proper chronological order. Exactly. Okay. Odell to the Rams. Trevor, what are we thinking? I mean, it, it fits. In, you know, in the back of my head. You know, when I'm thinking that this guy is shopping himself around the NFL um, and the Rams are, you know, uh, you know, they're the man you right now, and they're just collecting these, this talent um, spending money and, and, you know, amassing this super team, uh, if you will, of, is, as much as you can do that in the NFL. Um, it makes perfect sense. Uh, I think, I think it'll be, be funny to see how he fits in. If he, you know, eats some humble pie and does what a lot of superstars who, you know, skip teams, um, who go to a certain team to win a championship to win, right? He's he's entering that part of his career um, that if he, you know, um, drinks the Kool Aid or if he is who he is, right? And and even though you know everybody, you know, we we've had conversations here, Doug. You're like, yeah, everybody likes him, but he doesn't necessarily contribute to the team in a cultural way. So, um, you know, we'll see if this is what we've been talking about, about him going to the right team with the right staff. Uh, and if this is a Randy Moss type situation with the uh, Patriots, you know, I think it's, I think it's quite interesting and, um, you know, best case scenario, he, he could be a, you know, a, a Super Bowl winning pickup. All right. Um, yeah, I think. Well, Doug, your thoughts. You've had the the more recent OBJ experiences here, and and having to, I guess, deal with him. Yeah, I mean, the guy's an absolute wild card. Who the fuck knows how what's going to happen with him and this team? Um, I'm rooting against him. You know, I hope he fails <laughs> miserably. You know, because he's kind of a piece of shit. That's a factor. <laughs> um, but I could. I could see, I could totally see him like playing really well this year and then signing a contract there or somewhere else and kind of fading back into an oblivion. But, but again, quit saying a Randy Moss situation. That guy is not Randy Moss's toenail. Like, right. I'm not comparing the talent. No, no. You're not the only one. You're not the only one. Uh, I've, I've done it. I've yeah, done yeah. it. I'll, 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 have that conversation again. It's more, it's more about career path and resurgence. Not. I, I get it, but though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like it's you know it's funny because I was looking at Twitter. There's Browns players like yo, good luck OBJ, and the fans are just pissed. Like this guy quit on you. I was like, dude, they're just friends, you know. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know what to think. You know, I hope his dad's happy. I wonder what his dad thinks. I wonder what his dad's going to say about Cooper Cup when he gets ten catches and OBJ has like one or two. Um, but I, I think I think it's funny because there's kind of a pattern with him, where he'll do well, um, he'll struggle a bit, he'll get hurt, and then it's like he loses interest. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think he can yeah. go there and make a difference like pretty quick. But again, Rams getting Von Miller and OBJ, they aren't the players they were. Like they're not, you know. Everybody's acting like they're the monsters or building an NBA super team by adding these guys. I think they're both on on what I would call the downside, the downhill of their career. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think like uh, what was it? I was looking at you know before with a, like it made no difference in Vegas's eyes. Like the odds did not change for the Rams to win the Super Bowl or get there. Nothing changed. 
So with OBJ, they were plus 800. Without them, they were plus 800. So Vegas doesn't think it made a difference. Um, but that doesn't mean he can't make a difference, obviously. So, But, yeah, Trevor, I'm inclined to think that I could see him making an impact, doing something great, and then settling back into who he really is, his true colors. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the pattern should probably continue. Yeah. So the – Wonder if he's going to get a, like a, a yellow Richard Millet. My um, my issue with the the Rams isn't anything like Niners related or anything because the Niners are dog shit and um, uh, you know at this point I I hope they get a really high pick in the draft. Um, the uh, joke obviously because the Niners traded away their picks for a fucking <laughs> quarterback who's not playing. Um, the uh. The my my issue with it is is Doug kind of like kind of to your point about Vegas, which is how are you going to rebuild your value? How are you going to rebuild your career from the from the third option slot? Not necessarily like I'm not saying slot receiver, but how are you going to rebuild your value just as that far down the packing order? Um, unless you're unless you're just going there to. Like, I mean, if he pops off for like two big plays a year or just the rest of the year, like if he takes one or two passes, 40 or 60 yards for a touchdown, that'll probably be enough for people to be like, okay, like he's still got it. Um, but yeah, they're not going to, they're not going to revolve their offense around him. It's no. Cooper Cup and, and Robert Woods and, the the poor bastard with Van Jefferson, I think his name is, that was mm-hmm. he was coming on. He's having a good year. Yeah. His. And like I don't know, I don't know where there's I don't he's caught, I think, twenty seven or thirty balls this season in half the year, which is called a sixty catch pace. I don't know where I mean like Odell's gonna catch maybe another thirty <coughs> balls the rest of the season. I don't know why he didn't go somewhere where he could have a bigger impact. Like the saints didn't make sense to me. I'll just go down the, the, the list. The saints didn't make sense to me because they don't have the quarterback. Um, the Pats did. Cause you've got an accurate short throwing quarterback that will put the ball on you. And, and you're, you would end up being the focal point of that receiving core. Like there's nobody else on that receiving core that um in that receivers room that is is as good as even Beckham is now I don't think um the chargers I think were the the chargers would have been a way more interesting thing to me than the rams just because you know Mike Williams is a is a free agent at the end of the year uh, and they might have to franchise tag him and if Beckham went there then you know, maybe maybe he just slides into you know him and Keenan Allen are the new are the new duo. Um, the Packers obviously made more sense to me than the Rams because at least he'd be the wide receiver too. There, the Seahawks never made. I, I I never thought the Seahawks were an option because he'd be wide receiver three, just like he is on the Rams. Chiefs did make sense because they need an extra wide receiver, but the Rams were. Nobody was talking about the Rams as a possible destination for him either. No, because it really kind of it, it didn't really make sense. And it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. I feel like I feel like Woods, you know, moves down. Um, but really, what he is 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 he's a distraction for the defense. Even we'll I mean, see you, much, we'll, we'll see how much attention they, they'll see how much attention they pay him. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're a Cooper Cup fantasy owner, are you are you concerned at all? No, no. That offense is revolves around Cooper Cup. You yeah. guys already got a thousand yards. Like, yeah, short uh, they, throws, deep throws. The running game is all predicated on where's Cooper Cup and what is he doing. Yeah, if anything, it might free him up a bit. Yeah. Do they know his name's Cooper Cup, and that just is weird to hear? <laughs> sure. Like our our entire offense revolves around Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. That is that is like an it's like an unspillable like cup that a kid gets yeah, when he's it's two. A, it's a, 
It's a well. It's a well marketed uh, sippy cup. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I got you. Oh, you got me a Cooper cup. I've been waiting for these. Yeah, they've they've been sold, these were sold out everywhere. Out. Yeah, it's the hot the hottest gift of the year. Twenty twenty one. I saw I saw it on Shark Tank. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the the Rams is kind of a, a a weird one. Here was a fun one. John Lynch in an interview today said, "Odell told me back in 2018, get me here." So that that's fun. Have you guys seen the the tweet um, about all of the players that the Rams have traded for or acquired, and they're all just like solidly big name guys. Like you get the Jalen Ramsey, Matt Stafford, um, you know, Od- Odell, uh, Akib Talib, uh, just all these guys. And then like the Niners are sitting here picking up. I mean, they got Trent Williams, which is obviously huge. And I'm like struggling to think of anybody else. Sherman. But beyond that, I'm struggling to think of, I guess they got Emmanuel Sanders for like six, like three months. Muhammad Sanu, like these are the big signings. Of the, it's just a different philosophy in team building, but uh, my team's philosophy sucks and it's terrible. So. As Doug would say, I don't like it. I don't like them. <laughs> but honestly, do you, does this move put the Rams ahead of, or I guess, I guess it depends on where you had them, but I don't put this, I don't think this puts them ahead of the Bucks. In the in the uh, NFC, or I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm with Vegas. I don't think it makes is going to make a yeah. huge difference. <clears throat> that's the thing for those. That's what I'm saying for those three to four passes a game. <coughs> in where they're throwing in the ball, you know, is he going to be that much better than? Is he going to be that much better than <coughs> the guy they've had all season? You know, yeah. who's improving and coming on? Like that's if he can't outperform that guy, this is the worst possible spot for him. Like he didn't go to a team with a need, right? Right? Yeah. And so I think the Packers of, and Chiefs, like you said, were the two best landing spots for him. I can't believe the Chiefs weren't more talked about more because that that sounds like the resurgence they needed kind of thing, right? Like opposite Tyreek Hill like that's that's fucking scary yeah yeah next an extra underneath guy that can that can get because I mean he was he was getting open in in Cleveland he just kind of wasn't hanging on the ball right Um, and we were talking about how you know missing do they they really miss Sammy Watkins don't they you know the gap between Watkins and Hardman mm -hmm. yeah yeah, it's 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 interesting that they did not go after him, and they you know, and they have a history of signing, you know, uh, somewhat uns- unsavory characters as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, Le'Veon and and uh, I'm not sure if Lashawn McCoy fits into the unsavory character, you know, folk, but Frank Clark, right? I mean, he's he's got his own issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so yeah, I'm no, I was I was, I, I was surprised R- it wasn't. A team. I wasn't. I was surprised it wasn't a team with a need. Is is kind of what where I'm. I'll leave it at. Of course, I'm watching ESPN right now, and there's like a, a hype video about Brady, and the opening shot is him running out of a tunnel in slow mo with like him and Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> nobody thought. Nobody thought about that one. You're not. <laughs> In 21 years, we haven't been able to find a, a video a, a video right. of Tom Brady running out of a tunnel without a, a murderer who killed himself in prison. Right. Like, what? what come on, guys. Well, can't we just remember the good times with Aaron? It's, it's Disney. Come on, guys. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Yeah, Odell. We'll see. We'll see what he does, man. We'll see what he does. I mean, I'm 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 starting to like. You know, I, I don't mind if the Rams win, I, and I kind of was rooting for Stafford. I'm, I'm doing that less. I'm not hating, right? I'm just not like, yeah, you know what? Go Rams. Yeah, I mean they're they're not even. 
I mean, we talk about the Chargers having no fans. The Rams have fans in LA, but yeah, but the they LA used to fans. play in Anaheim. Like they were they were the LA Rams of Anaheim back when I was a kid. Uh, when it's we just, were kids, it's just LA. They build this ridiculous stadium that's a piece of shit. They employ a, a bunch of people that you know. It's a it's a revolving door of employment. Their systems are fucked. It's just such an LA thing. It looks great, but it doesn't function. Um. No offense. I don't. I don't live in LA for a reason. Um, I, I when I was in Vegas a couple weeks ago, I got to see the the Raiders Stadium up close. That thing is fucking cool looking. Isn't it cool looking when you drive up on you? Like, damn, it's like that something out of cool. Star Wars. Yeah. It comes out yeah. of nowhere. Yeah, you're just like looking around. And all of a sudden, there's this gigantic fucking. You know, it looks like, like matte, a matte black like UFO. Yeah. It looks like a like a seventeen acre Roomba just like dropped out of there, and you're just like, "This thing's fucking cool." It's really cool. Um, all right, Cam Newton reunion with the Panthers. <laughs> Who's excited? I like it. I'm I like, yeah, that came out of nowhere. I can't wait for him to do his Superman uh, celebration. Do you want to know? And it, it might be a little little transition for us, but Cam Cam's getting more money than OBJ. Is he? Did you know that? Both one year yeah. contracts, right? Yeah. OBJ got like, he's got to, they got to like make it to the Super Bowl for him to make any money. Like, he, I think the most he can make is 4.25, I think I read, Something million. Like yep. I mean, and like, in three million of that's incentives. So, that's and that makes wild. a lot more, and that makes a lot more sense, right? For the Rams, too. That, that's, I mean, you know, that changes that a little bit, knowing that, uh, I didn't know that he signed such a small contract. Um, that maybe he says that, that you know he wants to win and he's ready to do what he needs to do kind of thing. Well, then they he he had the Browns rework his contract before they released him. So this is so. Well, I guess he didn't get picked up, so it doesn't matter. But um, it's still it's still incremental money for him. Like yeah, the Browns still own the money. The if he'd gotten claimed on waivers, then the new team would have absorbed it. But since no team absorbed it. He gets paid from the Browns, and this extra million bucks he's going to get is is incremental. On top of that, is my understanding of it. Obviously, as a contract lawyer in the NFL, um, <laughs> I think they, they saved three million somehow. Like they reworked it and saved three million. Yeah, I mean, right. I think I think there was because uh, they were gonna try and get it all the way. They were going to try and get his this year contract all the way down to like veteran minimum so that he would get claimed. And then Odell smartly said, fuck that. Like, you don't want me here. I don't want to be here, but I'll show up if you're going to make sure. Cause then the, then the lions can pay up. He's got no control over where he goes. He wanted to be a free agent, which I mean, let's say I kind of wanted to have that conversation and, and, and I skipped the bullet point here, but is it, it's a little goofy that Odell has been in the league since what, 2014. And this is his first, this is his first uh, time he's been a free agent. And so this is kind of, this is what, people don't like about the end the recent NBA stuff is that the players are kind of dictating where they go. But um, is this that bad? I mean, Doug, this impact, this impacted your team as much as anything. So it was like, is this terrible? Well, he signed a huge deal with the giants and then got traded the next year, which again, just speaks to who this guy is. Um, But no, I don't give a shit. It's not my money. <laughs> Take your money and go. Yeah. All right. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Um, okay, so Cam to the Panthers. Here's some fun stuff about Cam that I found. Um, there's there's the really great tweet that got turned into a meme. The Panthers are paying Cam's replacement, the replacement's replacement, and now Cam Newton to replace his replacement's replacement. <laughs> and they're still paying all these people? They're still paying Teddy Bridgewater. Obviously, they're who replaced Cam. They're paying yeah. Sam Darnold to replace Teddy Bridgewater, and they are now paying Cam to replace Teddy Bridgewater, who got replaced by Sam Darnold, all to replace Cam. <laughs> Whammy. Oh, that's good. Oh, the NFL. So, um, a f- so here's here's some fun facts with Cam. In Cam's career with the Panthers, here were his leading receivers by year, just starting from his rookie year and going on. Steve Smith, then Steve Smith. Greg Olson, Kelvin Benjamin, two more years of Greg Olson, Devin Funchess, and Christian McCaffrey. Those were his leading receivers. Every now, Steve Smith's a Hall of Famer. Um, Greg Olson is probably a borderline Hall of Famer, like very, solid, very borderline. Solid, solid player. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin, not a meme Hall of Famer. He's a meme Hall of Famer. Yep. Devin Funches is a fucking nobody. Uh, and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Cam was twice the team's leading rusher in a season. He's third in Panthers rushing yards in history. First in rushing TDs. And Christian McCaffrey is 28 touchdowns, rushing touchdowns behind Cam. McCaffrey's 25, something like that. So, I mean, like, do you guys think who retires with more rushing touchdowns for the Panthers, Cam Newton or Christian McCaffrey? I mean, what's McCaffrey's contract look like? He just signed it. Did he? Yeah. It's enormous. So I'd have to say McCaffrey, even if he stays, you know, he stays with the team another five years. And plays uh, eight games a season and scores six touchdowns a year. So um, here's his touchdowns by season two, seven, 15, five, one. Those McCaffrey are ru- or those are rushing? Those are rushing touchdowns. He had rushing 15 touchdowns rushing from touchdowns in one year. That was 2019 where he was fucking amazing. 1,300 rushing yards, 1,000 receiving yards. Yeah. I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll do it. I think Cam will end up like, especially now that he's back on the Panthers, he's going to pick up like another four or five this season. I bet. Goal on Cam. Yeah. Like so, he's going to push that to fifty-five. But he's still. After he, to your point, doesn't have a fucking receiver. He's got. Well, he's got DJ Moore now. 
Rod, Rod Robbie Anderson. Anderson. I, I think where I was going with this is, other than Steve Smith, this is the best receiving core Cam Newton's ever played with. Yeah. With DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. When's McCaffrey back? He is back, isn't he? He just he just came back last week. I like, thought he got hurt. Role, I think. Yeah. My my brother was like, "Should I start McCaffrey?" I go, "Yes." Who gives a <laughs> shit? Like if, if if they if they're willing if they're willing to risk him, you can too. Get him the fuck in your fantasy lineup. Right. That guy beat that guy knocked me out of the fucking fantasy playoffs. My brother calling me for that advice knocked me out of the fantasy playoffs like four straight years. <laughs> just oh. just just so that's a thing. Just so that we're all on the same page about how much I fucking hate fantasy football. Um <laughs> He had a knack anyway. for fucking for just blindly winning fucking fantasy. <laughs> yeah, he he won the fucking championship one year with a losing regular season record. It was like, yeah, you know what, man, just go fuck yourself. <laughs> just gotta uh, get hot at the right time. Gotta get hot at the right time. Is there any Giants of fantasy football? Any uh, any downside to Cam with the Panthers? None that I can see. It's nah, perfect all the way around. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's solid wonderful. PR move. Yeah, is this going to be his last season? You think this is his uh, farewell tour? No, he's. I mean, he's trying to play. He was. He was blindsided a little bit, I think, by the by the Patriots. Like he waited for the right team to reach out and say, "Hey, come do your thing." I like he's. Somebody was DMing me about. Do you think? Do you think they went? They they reached out to him, or he was like, "Hey, guys." I'm down. For what they're paying him, it seems like, you know, they, uh, it's four and a half million guaranteed, 10 with incentives. Like, it's a nice contract. They're not, yeah. you know, Nothing they're not nickel and diming it. Yeah. Um, somebody was DMing me about, like, about Jimmy and about, like, where he could end up next year. And I was able to come up with five or six teams that are either going to be transitioning quarterbacks or because Jimmy's moving into his Andy Dalton years, right? Where he's a super back. He's going to be a super backup bridge starter, that type of guy. Kind of like he is right now. And Cam might be, Cam might be in that range too, where, you know, if he can throw, and that's the other. That's the only thing here. He's got to be able to throw the ball. Yeah, I mean, he's had some time. Hopefully, he's gotten healthy. So we're talking. I will years. be. I will. I will have the Cam. I will have Cam Newton's first game back in Carolina, up on the screen, right next to the Red Zone Channel. I want to see him. I want to see him play. Um, I think it's fucking cool that he's going. I feel like it's he's going to be fucking high energy. I yeah, think, I think that that stadium is it. Is it a home game? I have no idea. I don't even. I like. I don't know where when they think they're going to play him. I don't certainly don't think they're playing him like this week. They're um, at Cardinals this week. Yeah, they're not playing him this week. They're going to take that L and and move on. Um. All right, Doug. Have you ever had a touchdown called back on you as a as a guard in high in high school? I recovered a fumble in the end zone. I do have a touchdown on my resume. Uh, you, were on, you were on defense though. Were you on defense yeah. or offense? No, offensive lineman recovered it. Recovered oh, a look fumble. At you. Yep. Look at you. So yep, I got one. I also have an interception as a defensive lineman, not to brag. Um, go off, son. <laughs> I got about six. I got about four steps after I caught it, and I got drilled. I remember that too. Have, have a morning. day, Doug. Yeah, got caught. Um, big. I mean, big men touchdown though. There's. I mean, that's everybody likes like big, long wide receiver go deep touchdowns, but people watch the game to see if a big guy's going to score. <laughs> And even just getting close is enough for me. That was the highlight of this game, hundred percent. Yeah, might be the highlight of the week. Joe Joe Staley got to spike the ball 
uh, in the Niners in his last game, last regular season game with the Niners in Seattle. They score the last touch. They score one of the last touchdowns. They hand the ball to Joe Staley. He gets to kind of gronk spike it. And he didn't even score the fucking touchdown. He's like, that was one of the best moments of my career. (laughs) (laughs) Just being able, this guy was a tight end. Like, uh, you know, maybe I think he's even his freshman year of college. Um, Yeah. So he didn't even play offensive lineman in high school. He's probably got plenty of touchdowns, but what's when the big guy gets the ball, Doug, I mean, like what's going through your head at this point? Uh, I mean, first you just got you want to secure it. Like, don't be the asshole that finally somebody throws the ball to you as a big man and you drop it. You can't do that. You have to catch the ball so we can get more of these opportunities for big <laughs> right. men. So one is secure the pass. And then two, really deliver a hit, man. Like when so when people are running at you, you you gotta be the guy that creates the contact as a big man. Uh, whether it's a good stiff arm or lower in the shoulder, that's that's the mindset. But secure the ball, don't drop it like a dummy. And uh, go hit somebody before they hit you because, uh, you know, you're not going to outrun anybody. So Ro- Robert Hunt got both on his on his little illegal reception. He he put his foot in the ground and 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 got by and like juked a guy. There was a there's a, you know, used his blocker well um, and then semi lowered his shoulder. Dude, the the defensive back that stuck his fucking head in there to upend the three hundred and forty pound offensive lineman. That was a great tackle. That was a great tackle. That guy deserves the Congressional Medal of Honor. Um, <laughs> Jesus, man. Um, but uh, yeah, the the pictures coming out, uh, the memes coming out are just fantastic. I'm so glad this was a Thursday game because. We're gonna get nothing but big guy almost touchdowns for almost touchdown memes for probably all day tomorrow. It's gonna be fantastic. Yep, you got to get that thick six, man. The thick six. It should be worth seven points when the big man <laughs> scores. The extra point should just be automatic. You don't got to kick it. Yeah, it's, it's, there's there's got to be some kind of cholesterol multiplier or something that we can <laughs> apply to to the big man touchdowns. There's a credit. Um, there's a weight limit credit. Right, yeah, it's like you you get weighed at the when you're driving down the freeway. You got to pull off and get weighed. Like after the after the touchdown, you you know you go in there, you get weighed, and and the team gets I don't know brownie points for lack of a better. Um, all right, Ravens lost embarrassingly enough. Ravens were just daring them to throw four verts all game, and they just wouldn't do it. Uh, I. Here, okay, here's here's my take, and Troy Aikman brought this up on the on the on the on the broadcast. But the the Ravens played basically a hundred snaps on offense, or a hundred snaps on both sides of the ball. So one of those things they played an overtime game on Sunday, and then four days later they're playing a Thursday night game on the road, um, in like ninety percent fucking Miami humidity. So. Again, the NFL does not care about these men. That that's that's the first thing. Second thing is I don't care about this. Like if I were doing a power rankings for the Ravens, I mean I would drop them, but not drop I would I wouldn't drop them extra because it's the Dolphins. I would just drop them because like, oh okay, you got a loss, let's move you down a spot or two. But like I don't I don't think there needs to be anything that gets read into this loss too much because this game will. This game is not replicable. The situation surrounding this game is just not replicable to me. Yeah, I saw a little bit of the first half, and uh, I liked what the Dolphins were doing on defense. They were playing man to man, and they were sending more than more than one, you know, an extra guy. The Ravens yeah. can block, so they were stopping the run with the extra guy and going man to man. That's if you're going to beat the Ravens, that's how you got to do it. Um, so there is a recipe. The Dolphins. Uh, they did a pretty good job. I only saw most of the first half, which was kind of a sleeper. So, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. I think there's something in there for some other teams. Like, I don't know, the Browns maybe play those guys twice in three weeks, man. So take notes, Joe Wood. I don't, uh, I don't know if this is any surprise to you gentlemen, but Greg Roman did not make any real adjustments in the second half. 
I'm sorry, what? Yeah, Greg Roman. Uh, not not a lot of. Oh, we lost Trevor. Um, Greg Roman. Not a lot of uh, adjustments in the second half. It was <laughs> more screen passes I've seen between the two teams than I've ever seen before. I think in any game, like ever between Brissett, then Tua, then and Lamar. It was screen pass on screen pass on screen pass on screen pass on screen pass, and uh, it was yeah, it was it was tough to yeah. watch. And they, and I mean the, the Dolphins played a four deep all game. Yeah, like it was just, they, and they couldn't get anything underneath. It was it was crazy. Yeah, I mean Brian Brian Baldinger on uh, on Twitter was saying like this is not organic chemistry, like what they're doing. They're running. This is not fucking difficult. Just he's as he said, he's just throw this have everybody go deep. You're gonna get somebody open. Somebody's gonna fall down. Just like take your fucking shots. Make them you'll pay get, for get, fucking doing this. Yeah, you got a 50-50 shot for PI. Yeah. So I will say uh, at the end of the game there, um they didn't call what's his face out of they they said he was in bounds and he definitely was not. He was tackled out of bounds and they kept the clock going. I mean, I, I, I turned it off at the two minute warning because it was like 22 10 at that point. I was like, I'm good. Um, well, I had, I had, I had fucking, I had, uh, what's his face on fantasy. So it was, he, he made it a decent game at least, but he had four yeah. points. He had four points, uh, after the third quarter. Um, but anyways, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too terribly passionate about like, I'm supposed to have a hot take here. Ha ha ha. The Ravens lost to the dolphins, but like there's nothing again, road game after an, a road Thursday night game after an overtime game. I'm just not, I just can't get too fired up about beating the Ravens up about this one. Greg right, Roman, right. Greg Roman obviously didn't have the best game, but like, I'm not, I'm not too fired up about anything else. Yeah. It seems like teams are, and I don't know if it's because we're, they're playing an extra game this year, but there's been a couple teams that have kind of sat some guys, run a very basic vanilla offense in some games when you're like, "What's going on? Let's get, let's get it going." So, yeah, I mean, and, and after these last two weeks, fuck, man, like any given Thursday, right? Any given right. any given day, one team can beat another. It's pretty it's pretty bananas. So what is yeah. that? Does that take that takes the Dolphins to three and seven now? Yeah, yeah. Let's see, and and so they've beaten the Patriots, the Texans, and the Ravens. That's just a that's a weird collection of three wins for a terrible Dolphins team. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, so you guys ready to do our picks draft? Yes. All right. Um, I'll, dra- I'll draft editing. I don't care. So I, I've, I've, the, the going through each game, making our picks, blah blah blah. I, you know, change. Just want to change it up a bit. So here's, here's what we're gonna do. There are thirteen, sorry, fourteen, no, thirteen games between now and Monday Night Football. There's three of us, and so, and that means there's twenty six teams. So we're going to do an eight-round picks draft where we're just going to pick. We're going to end up, each of us are going to end up with eight teams that we're going to pick in order of who we think is most likely to win. So it is possible, like, it is possible for, so it's like there's Bills and Jets, right? The, the Bills might be a top three pick for us this week. The Jets will be a bottom three pick, but both teams are probably going to get picked. Or are likely to get picked. So, um, anyways, um, I flipped a coin, uh, and Doug, you're going first. Oh, baby. With the first pick in the week 10, pick them. I guess I probably, I'm feeling pretty confident that the Bills will beat the Jets. All right, Doug's taking the Bills. Trevor, you're up. Did we lose Trevor? Lose Trevor again? I'll add Trevor back. Trevor, you're up. 
Doug just took hey. the bills. Doug just took the bills. Did you need the rules exp- rolled out to you again? Uh, I don't think so. Draft? Okay, so we're picking. We're picking teams most likely to win. The bills are off the board. You cannot pick the bills anymore. Uh, I'm going with the Bucks. Bucks over the Washington football team. All right. Um, let's see here. Third pick. Uh, Cardinals over the Panthers. Oh no! Fuck. That was. I might. I'm. Uh, I don't know if Kyler Murray's playing, but I'm gonna go Cardinals. Um, I get. The, I'm gonna take the wraparound here. Uh, well, still, the spread's still ten and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll take the. Uh, ooh. See, Colts look really appealing right there. Um, I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'll go with the Rams. Trevor, you're up. Nice, nice. Rams playing the 49ers. I'm fairly confident the Rams are gonna fucking win. You took you took the Bills. You said. Yeah, I did. Bills, yeah. Bucks, yeah. Cards, and Rams are already taken. All right, so now we're getting into the meat. I'm gonna go with the. Ooh. Ooh, the Packers. Over the Seahawks. All right. With Russ. With yeah, exactly. He's a he's an he's one of the great healers of all time. Yeah. Great healer, phenomenal. Great. Yeah, great greatest healers like Mayan. He's a Jesus. witch doctor. <laughs> uh, my pick? Yep. I'm going to say the Colts at home against the Jaguars. This feels like a pretty safe pick. And you get the next one too, Doug. <laughs> um, the next one, I would say I feel pretty good. The Steelers at home against the Lions would be would be a win. It's a, it's a, yeah, so Doug, your opponents so far are the Jets, the Jaguars, and the Lions. I feel like you're doing better than I am at this. So, so you see my strategy. I'm looking, right. for, I'm looking for losers, not winners in this game. <laughs> Trevor, you're up. I'm going to go with an angry Cowboys team over the Falcons. Angry, an angry Cowboys team. All right. Um. Gosh, the they, that looks that looks okay. Um, you know the Chargers are the Chargers are a good no, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I kept looking at that one too. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go Chargers, and I just realized I got I got the second pick here, so I get Chargers over the Vikings, and then I'm gonna take Broncos uh, over the Eagles. So Trevor, you're up now. Good pick. I'm going. I'm going brownies over the pass. I like where your head's at, Trevor. It's a good pick. That was. That would have been my next one. I bet you do. Um, I'm is it removing emotion from the picks for for Doug now from here on out. <laughs> uh, my turn, right? Yeah. I'm gonna say that. Mm, am I going to say that? Yeah, I'm going to say the Titans over the Saints. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yo, you're up mm. again. Up again. Um, from there, ooh, this is tough. So I think there's only one game we haven't touched left, right? Is that the count that you guys have? Yeah, so that doesn't necessarily mean I can't pick another team. Uh, but right. I'm going to... I'm gonna do it anyway, just so we got everything. So I'm gonna say, and this is, oh man, this one's tough. I think the Chiefs are gonna beat the Raiders. All right, Trevor, you're up. I think the Raiders are gonna beat the Chiefs. Ooh, oh, look at that! Look at hey you. now, we've hit that. We've hit that's that's the exact that's the top of the bell curve for this week, right there. Yeah, yeah. the exact that exact game. Um, well done. I'm, I'm gonna take the Seahawks. Seahawks at Packers. Yeah. Okay. I mean, again, I'm on the other side of the bell curve, right? These are all the games that 
that we'd expect to lose. And I get, I get Russell Wilson in a, a, you know, he's one of the great healers of all time. Like, you know, it's not like, all right, <clears throat> keep going. Is it? Oh, are my, you turn, going... my turn. Yeah, it's my turn. Um, I'm going to take the, uh, the Patriots. The Patriots. They are favored to win. <clears throat> Trevor, you're up. It's going to go with the Vikings. Dangerous. Going with Kirk Cousins. I'm not sure who else is who else is out there to take, but anyways, keep going. Okay, Doug, you're up. <laughs> All right, so this is getting tougher. Uh, is it? I don't know, man. This is weird. Uh, <laughs> I think you gotta you gotta find a team that is definitely gonna lose that you're that is least likely to lose. I would say the Eagles. I'll take the Eagles. That's not a bad one. Yeah. All right, and then I'm going back to back, so I gotta yep. find and see. Yeah, these teams. I'll tell you what. Um. What. I'm going to pull the first uh, – I'm going to do a little double dip in here. I'm going to go with the Saints because even though I already picked the Titans. <laughs> yeah, that was that was going to be my pick. Yeah. There it is. All right, Trevor, you're up. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to play – hey, w- w- quick question, though. Is Mike White playing this week? Yeah, I think he is. Okay, I'm still not going to go with that one, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pick – I'm going to pick the Niners. Okay. I like it. That spread's pretty tight. Well, we're it's not a division game. Spread. It's, it's just, just winners. No, I know. I know, but now I'm just <laughs> – that's what I'm looking at now. Like, what are you just, you just, oh, gotcha. You're just house? saying like, hey, the Vegas thing's going to be close. So, all right. Yeah. I'm going uh, – um, I'm going Falcons. Falcons, okay. And um, there's no way they win. No, 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 no. I guess I'm I'm going with um, the Panthers. Yep, you have to. Yeah, All right, Trevor, that was the only pick. logical choice. That was one of mine. All right, I'm going to go with the way this season's been going. The way that Buffalo got smothered last week. I'm going to go with the Lions beating the Steelers. Wow. Nice. Lions, huh? Yeah, that's going to be their win, right? Nobody's – these bad teams, when they play each other, like you're like uh, they – I don't know. It seems like the better team always wins in that thing. And like and, – and, and it's not necessarily close. But – these big teams have gone down to these bad teams all season. It has happened a couple of times. All season that's happened. Well, we just, we just, just watched it. Too, like, just yeah. watched it. Sunday and with and Buffalo last Thursday. week. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, Doug. Fin- fin- last finish pick. Off here. Um, Money last, um, I just can't see. I mean, the Washington football team would be the logical choice, but I just can't see them beating the Bucks. So I'll say I'll I'll go with Trevor in his upset style pick, and I'll say I'm gonna double dip again and say the Jags have a chance to beat the Colts. There we go. All right. So Doug's Doug. So the t- the t- the teams that we did not think have any shot this week are the Washington Football Team and the Jets 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 Jets. Those are the those are the only two teams that didn't get drafted. That makes sense. Doug's team, Doug's uh, draft was the Bills, Colts, Steelers, Steelers, Titans. The only reason, the only reason I wouldn't pick the Jets just to interject is because the Bills got got smoked last week. But yeah, on that same uh, no, like, I, crazy upset, right? Yeah, I. But the Jets have. I mean, the Jets have wins against the Titans and the. Um, they beat somebody else. Bengals. Bengals. The Bengals. Bengals. Right. They just beat the yeah. Bengals. Um. You know, maybe Robert Sala gets them, gets them all geeked up for the for the big games. Who knows? Um, 
So Doug's team is the Bills, Colts, Steelers, Titans, Chiefs, Eagles, Saints, and Jags. Bucks, Packers, Cowboys, Browns, Raiders, Vikings, Niners, and Lions. That's Trevor's team. And mine is the Cardinals, Rams, Chargers, Broncos, Seahawks. All West teams, Patriots, Falcons, and then Panthers. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest, man. Getting the Panthers in the eighth round feels feels scary. Yeah, that was good. That was a good pick. That was the, those those the last viable pick. So yeah, I was yeah. Go there. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Um. So I teased it at the beginning of last episode, where. Um, I said, and and the, you know, for the 154th time, and this is not Joe Flacco, and for the time being, it's not Joe Flacco the podcast. But I mean, do we want to have a, a name change discussion here at the very, very end of the pod? Doug, Doug sure. you were the you were the only one in the in the little, little three man group chat that didn't respond to the potential name change. I didn't I didn't register a, a response on that from you. Did you Did you see my suggestion for the name change? Doug is not with us. Doug hung up rather than hang out <laughs> and talk about a potential name said, change. I'm, I'm, he says, I'm off it. Fuck it. Yeah. That's why I didn't respond. I'm not responding now. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you guys. I'm out. You're not changing the name of this fucking podcast. I'll kill you. Um, Doug, did you... I'm back. What did you... Did, I didn't... I don't remember getting a response from you when I was sending off like... Uh, of images of the and of the new the potential new name of the podcast. Yeah, no, I'm I'm going through our group chat and I uh I definitely have didn't respond to a lot of stuff starting on November 5th. <laughs> <laughs> so, I apologize. I've been moving across country. I got a good excuse. Yeah, no, no worries. No worries. I'm like um, I, here I am sitting here thinking Doug's just holed up in a hotel room ignoring my text messages. Like is the name that bad? Jesus. <laughs> Um, so did you, have we said what that is? No, I have, uh, I have DM'd it to about 75 people. Cause I told people on the page, I said, Hey, if you've ever DM me about the podcast, DM me now. And, and I got almost universally good feedback on it. Um, I, I like the name. I'm not, I don't say I, 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 we'll get, we'll get into that. Um, yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's good. Do you think uh, we can do? Can we do better? I, I yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I've been thinking about it a little bit. I don't know. I think it's a real. I think it's a really good name, but I think it needs to be followed up by more. Like new, like new hosts. <laughs> we just, um, we just like we just if like, like if we just change the name and get three new hosts in here maybe this yeah. thing will take off yeah your brother curtis and gil there we go Ooh, i like that we should do like a bizarro episode where they do it we don't tell anybody <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and but they go by the same names but they're just not them yeah, <laughs> we, we 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 get Curtis on here talking for forty seven minutes about color theory. <laughs> wow, Trevor had a lot to say. <laughs> um, uh, all right, well, no, I'll just I, say what it is. So the the suggest a lot, you know, shit, seventy five people on here already know what the fuck it is. But so the this the the name we're toying with right now is this aged well an NFL podcast from Nacho Flacco. Um, the reason behind it is Nacho Flacco, the podcast is fine and all for everybody. The 113,000 people that know me on, on, uh, on Instagram, but uh, for the people that are just like scrolling through, you know, if, if you're scrolling through the top 50 football podcasts in Brazil, like, are you really going to like, are you going to click on it and be like, well, not Joe Flack of the podcast. What is this about? And uh, this aged well would be a little nod to meme culture because, you know, we've got, uh, that's the comment I get the most um, on my page because I post real time memes and, and I tend to be wrong. Um, and, uh, and these, and this podcast just doesn't age at all. Like you can't listen to even two weeks ago's episodes. Like there's just nothing there 
So it's it's a it's a little play on that and the fact that we're doing weekly topical shit and um and you should never go back and listen to past episodes. I mean, you should download them. Go back and download the hell out of them, but don't listen to them. Cuz stay current. People always jump in there and ask me like, "What what episode should I start with?" I'm like, "It's a fucking football podcast, bro. Start with the recent one." Yeah. <clears throat> well, yeah. I mean, you can't go back and like if you want to you know, expose us for bad opinions or Bad yeah, I think people or... don't try to. I think people should try to find a bad take. I don't think I've ever been wrong <laughs> on this podcast. I, I think we, I, I think we certainly need to add a this aged well sarcastic segment every week. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think the the picks draft right mm-hmm. can be can be can be part of that. That that, that becomes an easy uh, an easy conversation there. But yeah, I mean, we're. You know, it's like I, I remember a little bit ago we did a start bench cut on who would be the first the the team that was most fucked, right? And I think the Giants, uh, was it Giants, Raiders, and and Raiders, Giants, Patriots, and or Raiders and Patriots were two of the teams, and we all agreed that the Raiders were the most fucked. This was like right after the Gruden thing, and I think they're they're two and zero oh since then. Or no, they yeah. just lost to the Giants, right? So mm-hmm. they're. There, but that was pre Henry Ruggs. Like, anyways, they won the next game right after. Anytime yeah. I pick an MVP candidate, ages poorly every single fucking time. So, anyways, yeah. I think one other name that I that I played with is American Football for Dummies, the one plays with hands. Um, or we just buy American Football buy dummies. Ooh. Yeah, there you go. What about this? Anyways, didn't if you age have, well, if you I have, think that's already a podcast. If you have, if you have naming suggestions for the pod, hit us up. Hit me up. Yeah, I'm open. Yeah. Names are always open. And uh, uh, you know, if we pick your name, I'll, I don't know, send you. Put it up on put it up on Instagram as a as a, a vote, not a vote, but a, you know, suggest your name here, and we're gonna get, you know, a hundred really dumb suggestions that one might be really good yeah and 98 everybody's, gonna be, of them, everybody's gonna be joking and being stupid but that one might actually click out of the out of the hundred that are um that are suggested 98 of them will deal with the fact that we're old yeah probably yeah, yeah. old heads there we go um, old heads re- trying to remember last week right <laughs> That age well. Middle-aged men talking about 90s wide, 90s wide receivers. <laughs> An NFL podcast from Nacho Flacco. Um, that's all I've got. Uh, how about you guys? Any final thoughts? Um, I'm rooting against OBJ. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm pumped for Cam Newton. It's kind of a it's a feel good story. I think I hope it I hope it works out well. And not too I'm, long ago, not too long ago, we were being really positive about Sam Darnold. I don't know if you remember that. We were really like, this is going to be shitty, and then we're like, wow, look at this guy, career resurgence, and now he's you know, look what we did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was the whole Adam Gase thing. Where we're like, of course he's going to be good. He got rid of Adam Gase, so that I mean that's. That I'm out, you know, I'm not playing under Adam Gase. That stink was off of him, but now he's still he's still Sam Darnold, though. Yeah, that's not our fault, is what Doug yeah. is saying. Like, yeah, you know, you're we're we can forgive ourselves for thinking that somebody was going to be better than. I mean, it's not that he's worse than he was with Adam Gase, but you know, maybe the Adam stink is just on him longer. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, but anyway, Cam Newton to the Panthers, exciting. And I'm terrified of having to do a podcast right after the Niners get smoked on Monday Night Football by the Rams. So there's that. I mean, it's um, a division game. I think it'll be a good game. I'm glad you're optimistic. Wow. I'm not. Smoked is a strong word. Smoked. I'm word. not. Um, I'm probably, I might have to numb myself for that game, but I don't know. Being extraordinarily high for a podcast is not a thing that I'm good at. Eh, you can give it a shot. 
Yeah, one of you just one of you might have to step up and in like a and and take over the host duties, and I'll just kind of interject with like n- incoherent anger um, about like on on like when Doug was on tape delay. <laughs> that's uh, that's all I got. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, review us. Write us, uh, write us a note, write us a love letter on Apple Podcasts, and um, and download this motherfucker. Go back and download the last five, the last ten. You know, auto download podcast. Turn on Do auto it. download. Do something crazy. Anyways, yep. appreciate it. See you guys. Later. Later.